Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. Today, I'm going to give you some tips for dealing with your inner critic. It was the subject of my weekly email, and I heard from many of you that it was helpful, so I wanted to expand on it a bit. If you don't get my weekly emails, be sure to sign up at christinehassler.com. That's the way that I let you know about events that I have coming up, and that's also Another way that I share information and insight with you, share things there that I don't share on the podcast and vice versa. So it's good to hang with me in both places. So does any of this sound familiar? That wasn't good enough. You sounded stupid. You could have done that better. You're fat. You're old. You're worthless. You don't fit in. Your dreams are impossible. You don't matter. People don't really like you. Everyone is better than you. Oh, that was so painful to say those things, but I'm sure you recognize the voice. That's the voice of your inner judge or your inner critic. You can call it either one for the purposes of this podcast. We'll call it your inner critic. It's the voice that makes you feel small and makes you feel stuck. It's the voice that gets in the way of your dreams. It's the voice that holds you back when you try to take a step forward. It's the voice that makes you feel insecure and doubt yourself. And it's also the voice that keeps you safe and protects you. Or better yet, the voice that thinks it's keeping you safe and protecting you. Your inner critic actually started as a safety strategy, which is why criticizing it or just trying to get rid of it doesn't work so well. So let's explore why. Your inner critic is part of something that Freud called the superego. This part of us that develops in early childhood to basically keep us out of trouble. Think about it. At some point, you had to stop allowing your desires and emotions only to drive you. You know, as a baby, it's like when you wanted to poop, you pooped. When you wanted to eat, you eat. When you wanted to scream, you screamed. When you wanted to cry, you cried. But as you got older, some part of you realized, wow, I go to the bathroom in a toilet, or I ask for a cookie, or I don't scream in restaurants. You started to discern between good, bad, right, and wrong. And you knew that when you did what was quote unquote wrong, you'd get in trouble and be ashamed or disappoint someone. So the superego basically changes you from being this totally free, do whatever you want, whenever you want child to a child that knows good from bad and right from wrong. So when your superego was formed, that's when you learned how to judge. Now, this is a very necessary part of us because being able to discern right from wrong and good from bad is part of how we stay safe and part of how we survive in the world and part of how we modify our behavior. But then it starts to get a little more complicated. So more than just regulating you, the superego starts to form your self-image. And this is when the inner critic really is formed. For example, if you exert a behavior that's rewarded with approval and you're told, oh, you're a good boy or you're a good girl or you're, you're so this, or you're so that, you feel worthy and you feel proud. But if you don't exert a behavior that is met with approval, like let's say you were a really creative child and you grew up in a more logical family and you came downstairs dressed in a super creative outfit that was very eccentric and you felt good in it, but then someone said, that looks stupid, go and change. In that moment, you felt ashamed, you felt unworthy, your inner critic popped in and said, it's not safe to be me, it's not safe to express myself. 
We don't like feeling shamed. We don't like feeling criticized. We don't like feeling like we've disappointed others. And so we adopt our behavior to get praise. And our inner critic really helps us do that. But this is the thing, and I really, really want you to take this away from this episode. The voice of your inner critic is really not you. It's the voice of the people who raised you or ever exerted feedback or an opinion about your behavior that you now have internalized. Your inner critic is very different than your conscious or your moral compass. So let's explore the difference by using a situation on how like your moral compass or your conscious would speak to you versus your inner critic. So let's use the example of you were rude to someone, you were short with someone and you felt bad about it. Your inner critic would say, I'm a terrible person. I can't believe I did that. I don't deserve love. And it would just go on and on and on and beat you up. Your conscience would say, I acknowledge that wasn't my best and next time I'll be kinder in my behavior. The inner critic really rips us apart, degrades us, beats us down, tears apart our character. Our conscious is more of a coach. It's more about, huh, I'll adjust. It doesn't beat us up. And our conscious has empathy for ourselves and others. The inner critic doesn't. The inner critic really came about when you were maybe around five years old. And so just think of that. So much of your inner self-talk, especially those of you that are really judgy or critical of yourself, is a five-year-old. That's not you. You are not five. But this five-year-old part of you is telling you who you are. The other thing about the inner critic is it likes to keep things as they are. The inner critic is not a fan of personal development work, which is why I often say when you start to have aha moments, when you start to do emotional inner work, when you start to change things about yourself, return more to the truth of who you are, the inner critic, we could say the ego as well, really grabs on even stronger because it's like, wait a second, the status quo is changing and I don't like that. So just know that you could be doing all the self-love work, all this personal growth work and your inner critic is getting louder. That's normal because it's feeling that change is happening. And really what's supposed to happen for all of us, and I put supposed to in air quotes, but it's actually an important developmental process, is that we disidentify from the voice of the inner critic. We observe enough to know, wait a second, that's the voice of my inner critic. That's actually not me. We can discern, we can tell when it's speaking and we can actually ask to turn down the volume of the inner critic so we can hear the voice of our higher self. Now, often the voice of the inner critic is so strong, it just drowns out the voice of your inner wisdom or higher self. So you actually think the inner critic is you, but it's not. So another thing about the inner critic is that it thinks it's protecting you. So not only is it helping you discern how to get praise and validation, how not to be shamed, it also thinks it's protecting you because if you're harder on yourself than anyone else ever could be, then it thinks it's protecting you. It also thinks it's motivating you. If you're hard on yourself, if you speak bad to yourself about how your life is and how you want it, then on some level, the inner critic thinks, oh, wow, that's how I'm going to get her or him to do things. But again, just know that your inner critic and your judge are not your true voice, but it's hard to just kick them to the curb when you really want to because they're getting in your way. 
because they're tied to keeping you safe. So what do you do? How do you soften the volume of the inner critic so you can actually hear the voice of your inner wisdom? Well, first you embrace it. That's right. You totally accept your inner critic. You love it up and you have gratitude for how it supported you. Then you work with starting to create a healthier inner dialogue. So here is my six-step process for how you do this. First, observe. Just become more of a witness to your self-talk. Notice when your inner critic voice is up. Notice it's not you. It's part of you. It's in their voice. So when you hear yourself being critical, you go, oh, hello, inner critic. Number two, get safe. Again, the critic thinks that it's protecting you So create a feeling of safety in your body so it knows it doesn't have to work so hard. So it knows that in this moment, no one's going to be around to judge you or criticize you. My favorite way to create safety in my body is put one hand on my heart and one hand on my belly. Take three deep breaths and say, I am safe. Step three, accept. Greet the critic with compassion. Accept that it's there. Don't fight it or try to change it. That old saying, what you resist persists, is so true with the inner critic. Step four, ask and thank. Ask the part that is criticizing what it needs from you. Listen and then thank it for coming forward. Remember, it thinks it's helping you. Step five, forgive. With compassion, forgive yourself for criticizing yourself in any way. Remind yourself that you're doing the best you can. You can simply say, I forgive myself for criticizing myself. And then step six, upgrade. So this is when we really start to separate from thinking the inner critic is us and turning up the volume of our inner wisdom. So work with your self-talk to upgrade your inner dialogue. Don't expect big shifts like criticizing yourself and saying you're stupid to you're the smartest person in the room. Try a smaller step to create a shift in your self-talk, such as I'm doing the best I can. And then really listen and ask, what is my inner wisdom saying? What is my higher self saying? What is the truth in this situation? And then see if you can actually start to hear the voice of your inner wisdom. So many of you have talked to me about, I want to hear my intuition. I want to hear my inner wisdom. Well, in order to do that, you got to turn down the volume of your inner critic. So if you practice these six steps with patience, remember, this is a strong part of you that is tied to keeping you safe. So in order for it to lessen, you've got to be patient and create a feeling of safety within you. Know the steps above will help you do so. And as someone who was beaten up by my inner critic for years, I assure you, you can stop being so mean to yourself. It takes your compassion, attention, and love. So don't give up. These parts have been here for a lifetime. So be patient with them as you shift. And as you start to shift that inner critic within you, you'll notice that you criticize and judge others less. And as you have a healthier connection with yourself, your relationships with others from your intimate closest friendships to strangers that in the past you may have criticized or judged, all those relationships will be more filled with love, more filled with connection, more filled with patience, kindness, gratitude, and joy. 
Thanks everybody for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please share it. It really helps the show grow when you share the episode and when you go to iTunes and leave a review and a rating. Until next time, everyone, I'm sending you so much love and many blessings. Bye.